All right. We got a life episode today, folks. That's right. Kevin's Wild Summer. You read the title already. We got me, of course, Jake Sherbing, with guest Kevin Thomas. Obviously, someone named Kevin was going to be on the show. And he's here to talk about his crazy summer. He recently got married with two pretty big cameos, John Calipari, Carl Anthony Towns, and a pretty ridiculous and crazy honeymoon. So he decided to come on. We're going to talk a little, what's it like to get married? What was it like for him to get married? And what's it like to be married? So it's a live episode today, folks. And we'll get into a little bit of our nerdy whatnots. All right. Enough of me talking. Cue the music. Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash, Ketchum, Pikachu. We don't evolve. We just level up. And we got a life episode on our hands. Here, we are welcoming our friend Kevin Thomas. Kevin, welcome. Hey, happy to be here, Jake. I'm happy to have you. So it's interesting because I asked you to be on in March. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm really, really busy this summer. Hit me in August. And I was like... And it, I forgot that you were getting married. I forgot you got engaged. And then you said, I'm getting married. And I'm like, okay. Wait. How busy are you? Like, yeah. I was questioning a little bit because you said you're busy. I'm like, I know weddings are busy because, like, I got married and I had probably about three to 400 people at my wedding. Oh, and it was, it was a decent amount. It was a lot of planning. So, I'm like, I get the busyness, but five months? And then I watched, like throughout the months on your like social media channel and i was like holy shit nope he's busy all right i, I understand <laughs> <laughs> like i saw i saw your wedding yeah. and i'm like holy shit that's a wedding like i thought i had a yeah. big wedding and yeah. i'm like i'm seeing like all the guests at your wedding you got john calipari right yeah and then uh the one that surprised me was like somebody was like i got to meet an nba star at a Kevin yeah. Ashley's wedding. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess Kentucky. And then I saw this Carl Anthony Towns. Like, yep. who yeah. is this guy? All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Jordan Woods. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, we will, yeah. we will get into it. And then I saw, then you went on your honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a honeymoon that most people take where it's like a week or two. No, there was like it was like three, four weeks later. Like I'm in Morocco. I was like, "Wait, you're still on a honeymoon? God damn!" Yeah, God. all right. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm man. positively judging you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like there was a little bit of envy. Like uh, here I am, like not doing much in the summer, and I see Kevin just, yep, my fourth European city. I'm like, cool. All right, yeah, oh, Kevin. No, man. Yeah, man. So. <laughs> So I titled I'm titling this episode Kevin's Wild Summer because I am just in like intrigued with your like whole summer. Plus, it's been a while since we caught up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so um, I guess we'll um, start with wedding stuff. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? No, no, no. I had an order of things, but you know what? Let's just start with wedding stuff because I feel like once we get into nerdy stuff, we're it's going to take a while to get out of it so let's let's start yeah. with the wedding stuff let's i want to hear the story yeah um 
So um, we started wedding planning. So we got engaged October of 2021. Okay. Um, and we started wedding planning. I want to say like, I think we found a planner maybe like early December or so. Um, and then um, we were really into it, um, you know, after that. So, um, you know, so <clears throat> this um, kind of sentimental. So we got engaged October 20, 2021. And then, um you know, found a wedding planner that um, my wife's best friend um, had suggested. And okay. uh, December 2021, we lost that best friend unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, and uh, so wedding planning after that was uh, was kind of hard, you know, yeah. because she wasn't doing it with her best friend and, and, mm-hmm. and different things. But we had a really good team. So our wedding planner was based out of uh, Atlanta, um, originally from Alabama. Um, so uh, she's the sharp standard on Instagram and all her social media handles. Um, nice. I think I, yeah, I clicked on her page because I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's done, you know, host of events. I mean, it's more than just wedding planning. She's doing baby showers. She's, she's, I think, um, University of Alabama with the football team. I think they have her as like their perennial, um, event planner or whatever, for like their end of the year banquet thing or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's big, big things, that's, but that's pretty prestige. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, and that's not a flex. It's just saying yeah. like that, who, who it was, mm. uh, you know, and, um, you know, so then she had her team that, you know, together and everything. And so, um, so I didn't, you know, for me, uh, you know, it was a lot about trying to, you know, get my, uh, looks and stuff like that together that, mm-hmm. you know, ended up being custom made. I ended up actually having to fly out to, uh, to the DC area, um, a couple of times because the, um, my, the person that was helping me with my wedding look, um, mm-hmm. he had a connection out there. So, um, so I, uh, met him out there in the DMV area, uh, which was kind of cool. Cause I had always wanted to go to kind of like DC and whatnot. And so that was kind of cool to, uh, to shoot out there for a couple of times. Um, and then, um, yeah, man. Um, so we had a lot of things we were trying to coordinate, um, you know, and then the big thing for me was the, um, uh, the bachelor party, bachelor situation. We ended up going to Vegas. Um, you know, we originally were trying to go to New Orleans, um, but that didn't um, pan out. Um, so we ended up going to Vegas for a few days, and that was a lot of fun. Um, actually, I have what, a cousin on my wedding um, that uh, lives out in Vegas now. So, what'd you uh, what'd you guys do for your bachelor party? So yeah, so uh, man, like I said, like we went different places out to to eat, to um, kind of hang out. Like I said, like saw some girls and stuff like that. Man, uh, got a chance to walk along the strip, and nice. um, you know, we got a chance to go into a couple of clubs and things. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a vibe, and that was my first time going out to Vegas. I had yeah. been saying. I had wanted to visit my cousin out there for a while and, you know, I had never, it just didn't work out with my schedule, but you know, when I mm-hmm. decided to go out 
out to Vegas, that was, you know, that was, that was awesome. So, um, so it was good to, to kind of be out there and I definitely want to go back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a, I, a fun time. I've only been there once and it was on the way to Los Angeles for a kind of like a, it was a road trip, so to speak. I mean, right. no, it was a road trip. We drove like 30, 30 hours to get there. And I remember I was the one driving. We drove to Vegas, and I don't sleep well in cars. Yeah. So I'm like, I had maybe an hour or two of sleep through like a day of driving. So oh, I, wow. I went out to the strip for like two, three hours, and then by the time like eight o'clock, eight o'clock went around, I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> like I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can imagine after driving that long. I mean, that's that's yeah. crazy. Um, uh, yeah. And so they were actually talking about that whenever we were out in Vegas, how like a lot of people from LA are like coming out to Vegas now and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, moving and stuff. Cause it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of people are, if it's not Las Vegas, it's Austin, usually Austin. Yeah. The biggest city. Yeah. A lot of people, Austin, Dallas, people are moving down mm-hmm. there too. Um, I feel like just Texas in general, people are kind of moving down there. Yeah. Uh, so, but, um, but yeah, man. So uh, Vegas was, was, was great. And then, um, you know, we, we, by the time we were coming up on the wedding, man, um, you know, I mean, and then in between that, I think I, I was doing like, you know, like work stuff or like, you know, mm-hmm. travel and stuff that my job is based in Atlanta so I had to go to Atlanta a few times and in between there so um so no it was it was good um it was good and then so the wedding um so we had uh you said you was just like 340 people we didn't have that many and I felt like it was a lot for what wait we you had. didn't have that many it, it seemed like you had like a thousand no no okay no, we, no, we had it was about maybe 275 um, okay we um so we got married at the cincinnati union terminal it's mm-hmm. a museum um out in cincinnati um i think that's, it looks uh, it looks gorgeous i'm looking at pictures and you're like looking everything everything yeah. just looks beautiful thank you thank you yeah um yeah so uh we picked that venue uh because uh, my wife liked the um the art deco kind of like design and, mm-hmm. and and stuff and she just um really just fell in love kind of like with that place um once they visited it so um and we couldn't find anything that really fit that in kentucky so um so yeah so we uh we went out there um and um we actually did some things that were that had that the museum hadn't done before which was um we used the um we had the ceremony like outside they mm-hmm. had the before and we were um, the the altar kind of like was at the top of the fountain, um, whatnot. Um, the water itself wasn't wasn't, wasn't on, I think, because it wasn't that time of the year yet for it. But wow. uh, but yeah, the uh, it was definitely cool to have that you know nice setup. May walking down the aisle uh, a little bit of a, of yeah. a, a workout. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> is it on the fountain or like on top of the fountain? Yeah, like yeah. So there was a. Um, I'm gonna try to find a picture of that. Yeah, so there, so the altar was like at the top, and then like um, nothing was covering the fountain, but like you had people like seated like on the sides of it. Okay. Uh, 
and then you you know and then you know it's stairs and as you're making your way up to the museum itself so um so yeah we had people all sitting along the, on those stairs and then the aisle was you know up along one uh, side of the stairs and then usually would go down the other um so that was that's what made it a little bit of a workout uh yeah but man. yeah I'm looking at a picture of you stepping and you're like very, you're very cautious with your first yeah, I, I didn't want to fall on my ass, man. Like it well, just, I was just thinking like, so like, do not fall, like smile and do not fall. Yeah. Uh, so uh, smile and wave boys, smile and wave and don't smile fall. And wave. <laughs> exactly. So what was, what was your walk-off song? Uh, mine was, um, like my walking song was uh, "Industry Baby" by Lil Nas X. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but um, your walk in or your walk off? My walk in song. So, oh, I, gotcha. my walk off song was, um, shoot, oh man, it's like a blur now. I, no, you're good. I, my wife, Just... my wife would probably know more than I would. Um, Putting you on the spot, she's gonna watch this later. But like, Kevin, I know, I know. Uh, but, um, but man, it, everything it just it just went by so fast, man. Like I remember, um, you know, like I so said, like by the time we got into the museum itself, like for the reception and all that stuff, man, like it just went by so fast. I'm sure you know, mm -hmm. like so, like your wedding day, like oh yeah, like like your. Uh, you know, you're up, you're trying to talk to people, you're trying mm -hmm. to, you know, make everybody because, you know, as a as a couple, you're hosting people, basically. Yeah. And like, you know, you're trying to talk to everybody and everything. And then I'm sure, like I said, if you were like me, your feet hurt because you got some mm -hmm. tight shoes that well, not necessarily tight, but like there are shoes that you normally wouldn't wear all the time. And so like you're they're not necessarily broken in. I think and, I wore tennis shoes, if I remember correctly. I wore something comfortable. Well, you were a smarter man than me because, <laughs> <laughs> because I, yeah, you know, yeah, I had jeans too. It's a very more of a comfortable fit. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, we, uh, you know, we probably tried to put on our best dress and everything, and, and yeah, it was, we. You, you look. Yeah, sharp. We looked good in the pictures, but it was well, we, like I said, like I said, I mean, I had not been that tired. You know, and like for forever, man. Like it was, it was funny because I remember that the um, the DJ was like, uh, you know, last dance or something like that, and I was just like, and it was like, I was like, holy shit, last dance, and I was like, oh thank God, last dance, <laughs> like kind of like that, like, <laughs> like yeah. I no, I I completely feel I so with my wedding of like three, 400 people, more people showing up to the reception and it, the, I'm remembering the venue. It didn't feel like there was three, 400 people, but there was, yeah. and I remember trying to just talk to everybody. And I feel like it just didn't have time to really soak in everything. It just went by so fast. Talk to this person, yeah. talk to this person. And I'm like, I don't remember a single conversation I had that entire day. Cause it went by so fast, right. especially with like yeah. the, and then, you know, reception, you get a little liquored up and, you know, everyone wants to buy you shots and yeah, your whole evening just kind of slips. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of, yeah. That's kind of how it was. So um, you, I was gonna say you had cool cameos and I'm like, wait a second. I had a cool, I had literally had somebody dress up as Deadpool the entire time. 
I did see that. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's so cool. Yeah, that was my friend Aaron. I told him I'd do the same for his wedding. He's like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, what if I get Ryan Reynolds to show up? And he's like, if you can pull that off, then yes. Otherwise, no Deadpool. And I'm like, God damn it, man! I'm trying. I got. I'm trying, I owe you one. Right, right, right. No, man, that was that was so cool, man. Uh, and so appropriate. And, and I was going to say, you know, like so we got the, uh, you know, the the cameos that we had, you know, uh, mm. because my wife's dad, uh, my father-in-law, he um, has been in athletics for years. Um, oh, okay. I was wondering what the dad. connection is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in athletics. Matter of fact, he's still in athletics. He's and um, one of the um, head administrators in in the athletics department at the University of Kentucky, which is actually how him and I met, which is how I eventually met his daughter. So, but prior to that, he's been in. Um, he used to be a strength and conditioning coach um, mm. in the NFL, NBA, mm. different college teams, and so um, yeah. When he linked up with uh, Coach Calipari, he um, you know, when he can't, you know, when he, they first linked up, I think when they started coaching together, um, mm-hmm. I want to say it was in uh, somewhere probably like that on the East Coast or something like that. Uh, I don't know if it was UMass, but something. And then he moved from there to, no, it was when he's with the Nets. It was when he's with mm-hmm. the Nets. That's what it was. He was with the Nets. And then he moved from there to, uh, to 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 uh to memphis um and then they followed him from memphis and then he eventually so and then so now they're actually on their second him his wife and my my wife my wife's family um Mm -hmm. they're actually on their second tour in lexington kentucky because they were here when uh coach patino was coaching uk and they uh uh, my father-in-law was part of that coaching staff so um wow so yeah man so that's really how and and carl anthony towns was um a part of the last group of guys that uh, my father-in-law he was on the, the coaching staff um mm-hmm. so he was a strength and conditioning coach for carl while he was here and um so and him and uh my wife have a really uh tight relationship because they actually so um my wife met Carl when he was here in, um, at, at UK and then okay. um, actually kind of followed him back to um, Minneapolis because um, so my wife, she's an attorney by, by trade and okay. um, she, she's a diversity and, and, and equity um, professional. Um, um, that's where her career has been on, but she's mm-hmm. she went to law school guy has a law degree and she did that up in, uh, Minneapolis at St. Thomas. Cool. And so, yeah, so she, um, so she did that and then she came back, um, cause originally she was going to quote, go into the family business, mm-hmm. um, going into, um, she wanted to go to, to law school because she wanted to be a sports agent originally then decided she didn't want to do that. And so then she went the whole civil rights diversity stuff. So, but, so she came back to Kentucky from um, law school. She um, was here um, in Lexington for like a year or so working in the athletics department. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when Carl got drafted back to, but he when he got drafted to uh, Minneapolis, yep. um, she ended up taking a job 
um, coming back to Minneapolis in higher education. Mm. I think she worked at one of the local uh, community colleges or something that was mm. out there. Um, and so they were in Minneapolis together. And so um, oh. that was the thing that kind of got them, you know, closer and stuff like yeah. that. And so, um, so yeah, like, um, um, that's a really, that's a really cool connection. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I did not. I did not know that. Like, I was not aware that your wife and like Carl. I think you mentioned. I feel like you mentioned this before that she's from or she used to go to Minneapolis, so that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and, um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So you have you had um, conversations with Carl Anthony Towns? I have. Um, what's I mean, what's like, he like? I, man he is very goofy he's like like, (laughs) okay um and um yeah man like he he's 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 pretty cool really like so like really down to earth um i uh like i don't have i'm just letting the record reflect i do not have carl's number i so i can't (laughs) for tickets i can't you know well i um, I didn't plan i didn't plan on asking but then right right right. no no i didn't know i didn't think it's what i'm just for your audience just uh whatever but like say like but um but that was going to be um something and i i don't think that it was time but eventually like i said you know and i hope that we get there you know before um you know while you guys are up there because uh, my Mm -hmm. wife wants to go visit wants to take me to minneapolis to kind of like see some of the sites that that she that's kind of sentimental for her while she was in law school Mm -hmm. and Stuff that and subsequently that's also where she met um her now her late best friend um mm-hmm. they met up in minneapolis um and so um so she, but she wants to take me up there and so we we might hang out with carl when he's up th- when, when we're up there too but again i have no idea when that's going to be yeah uh, we we're trying to see if maybe we could do it this year but whenever we're in minneapolis mm-hmm. i'll let you know for sure <laughs> yep. uh, please do will. Yeah, I would love to I've, connect. With you. I've flown through. I flew through Minneapolis actually, but like again, I didn't walk around. I literally just was in the airport for like less than an hour, maybe. And you uh, didn't let me know. How dare you? I know. I know. <laughs> well, he like said like because I was coming back from Vegas. Uh, oh, yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I flew. Yeah, I flew back through there on my making my way back to um, Kentucky. So um, actually flew from there to Cincinnati back to Kentucky. So, but yeah, man, I was just like, yeah, this is the closest I've gotten to Minneapolis, man. Like I said, like, (laughs) and I did think about you when I was there. I did, I just didn't. um, Like I said, like I said, like it's like so, like it's not like I can. It's not like I can pull up on them, like I miss my oh, flight, yeah. you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but, please. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I would be ecstatic to see you. But if I learned that you missed your flight to do so, I'm like, man, you just just plan a trip. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So um, remember yeah, that. Pl- remember that place I told you about, uh, Duluth. Yes, and I, was, and I was telling you about it. I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. I'm like, I'm actually going up there this weekend for my sister's wedding. Oh, nice. So my both my sisters have like this flair for beautiful natural weddings. Shout out to both my sisters. So yeah. my um my sister Mariah and her now late husband Derek they got married out in uh, Arizona, Grand Canyon. Okay. And so 
Wow. Yes. So it was like literally on like this little peak edge and like their pictures are just like freaking gorgeous. Wow. And then so my sister Haley and her brother-in-law Michael who he goes on the show to talk the last of us when it was coming out. Um they're getting married at Gooseberries Falls, which everyone in Minnesota knows about, not so much maybe the United States of America, but it's like 30 minutes north of Duluth and it's just like a series of waterfalls that lead into Lake Superior. It's, it's gorgeous, especially during the fall with like the f- autumn leaves. It's it's gorgeous. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, I was like, man, I'm going to Duluth. I remember talking to Kevin about Duluth and him having no idea what Duluth, Minnesota is. Yes. And now, like I said, I think I even mentioned that to my wife and she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, Duluth is really pretty. So, um, yeah, man, I just got to do a Minnesota, like, just need you to, like, show me around all the <laughs> cool state stuff, man. Oh, I'd be down. I would say where I'm at, St. Cloud, it's it's pretty, but it's not, like, a place to visit, to. It's kind of in between. Okay. Yeah, Minneapolis, though, Minneapolis, Twin Cities area, gorgeous. Duluth, gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, northern Minnesota, up the north, like, the North Shore. It's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even seem like it's Minnesota. Yeah. And, you know, lake life too. Okay. Yeah, true, man. Yeah, because I, I definitely want to get to like Mall of America and like see some of those lakes and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, uh, Mall of America. Yeah. I know, I know. Such a tourist, <laughs> but. <laughs> it, it, it's it's worthy of going to one time like every once in a while if someone's like let's go to the mall of america I'm like i haven't been there in three years okay you know it's <laughs> it's kind of cool there's a amusement park in the middle of it you know yeah if you have kids it's a fun place to take them to it's not cheap but fair so fair. but yeah if you if you come to minnesota and you're meeting up with carlton towns and me at the same time it's okay but you can let that happen yeah yeah man um i definitely like so like i definitely will uh will let you know um so no no pressure though i know i know hopefully we can make that happen sooner and later like i said like it's really like i said like wife because like she wants to you know show me around up there too so um, yeah i'm excited for it and i i still i said i'll visit you in kentucky and i still owe you that trip I'm, yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping everything can stay stable where I can actually come visit you guys. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, and then especially ne- when we get a house, man, you you got somewhere to stay. So I, I, Wonderful. I know. Yeah. Uh, we're planning. We've been planning a kind of like a road trip to Maine because my wife really wants to go to Maine and kind of go to the coast up there. And also, yeah. she's a huge Stephen King fan, and that's like the only books uh, author I've like read was Stephen King. So she wants okay. to do kind of like a Stephen King tour. And I'm like, okay, well, we gotta we gotta take a road trip to Kentucky. She's like, that's so far out of the way. I'm like, no, we gotta take a road trip to Kentucky. We gotta go see Kevin. Yeah. I yeah, I, I told them I was gonna come visit. I still I still intend on making that happen. Yeah. Well, man, like I said, like you got you and your wife are both welcome. Um, and your daughter too, um, if you bring her and your son. Um but <laughs> I don't um, I don't think you're aware of what you're uh, what you're inviting. <laughs> Like, yeah, I love um, them. They're a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, um, what's today? I was going to say, like, so, like, y'all trying to go to Maine. Uh, do either of you uh, like seafood? Oh, I love seafood. My okay. wife is so-so, but 
eat seafood? Yes. Wonderful. Okay, because my in-laws, they went to um they went to Maine um the end of June for their okay. um anniversary, uh like it was like a late anniversary trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um yeah, so like they could probably, you know, like I said, like whenever you guys go, like like hit me up, you know, um um I'll send you my number again or whatever, but mm-hmm. hit me up so that um I can, you know, send you some suggestions, maybe like like for good seafood and stuff like that, because I'm sure yeah, it's way fresher out there and all the stuff. So I love yeah. I love me for some fresh free seafood. Like going out in the coast, San Francisco had some of the best sushi I ever had. Alaska when I did that for my own honeymoon. Hmm. See, I, I like I just realized I'm like, man, I'm jealous of this honeymoon, but I'm like, I went to Alaska and had like 300 people at my wedding. I should probably shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's awesome. I've I've never been to Alaska, so I mean, I would gorgeous, uh... gorgeous country or gorgeous state. It's just yeah, it goes from like clear blue ocean to like mountains instantaneously, and it's just it's cool to see. It's awesome. Tell me about your honeymoon. Where where did you go? Okay. Okay. So, um, so we started out, um, from, we flew out of Cincinnati. We went from Cincinnati to DC mm-hmm. and then from DC, we flew to Germany, to Munich, Germany, where we had a oh, layover. Right. Yeah. And then from Munich, we, um, and Munich is awesome, man. If, I feel like it, I tell, I would tell people, if you're for some like so you just want to go to germany like so like munich is like honestly like so cool like it's like a bunch of like folks that you uh would normally um you know like so it's like it's like a really cool like melt like melting pot of people like you know what i'm saying like yeah so uh, we had a lot of like atlanta georgia yeah exactly so uh but um but yeah we had a lot of fun um so um how long were you in uh, munich what how long were you in munich we had a layover there so we had a layover in munich and then we left from munich to corfu greece okay um that's where our our first big stop was um corfu Corfu, greece yeah so i'm trying i'm like i put i put up a map and i'm trying to follow along with the map yeah 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 so um you might have to help me out you might have to help me out with Corfu. It's look for um, Albania because subsequently while we were in Corfu, we visited Albania. Okay. Uh, oh, I found uh, it. The I, island. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so um, we stayed in this really nice resort um, and uh, it was just beautiful, man. Um, so we were there like five or six days. Um and uh, like I said, subsequently, while we were there, we visited uh, Albania. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'll tell you about Albania, dude. Like yes, it please. was like it was very fucking hot. I mean, it was hot in, in Corfu too, but like mm-hmm. it was very fucking hot. And like you just like from our experience, it's just like it was just like a bunch of like people that were like trying to like rip you off and like because they mm-hmm. knew that you were like a tourist and that yeah. you didn't know. You know, like so, like it, it. It was, it was interesting. Uh, oh, look, Americans, let's get their money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like we even had this weird thing where this lady, like, we were trying to go to the ATM to, you know, try to get some cash out or whatever, and like, 
this lady, she had went to that same ATM before us and she didn't get money out of it. And then she tried to accuse me and my wife of taking the money that she was supposed to get. And like, she'd like tried to like, even like chase us down and basically like, said like, said like, you stole my money. I was, and we were like, no, the fuck we didn't. Like, so like, do you know how a fucking ATM works? Like, so like, do you like, if mm-hmm. you don't put in your right shit, like, so like you, or if you don't have the funds, like it's not going to give you like, yeah. And so like, it was, it was, it was weird, but dude, like, I think we, we were in, we got to Corfu. I mean, we got to Albania. <laughs> And then I think within two hours we decided to head. We caught the next ferry out of that motherfucker. Oh, wow. We were just like, we were like, fuck this. Like I said, I mean, it was beautiful. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like the beaches and stuff. But and then and we went by this uh, one place um, to get like uh, like these dessert um, things or whatever. But yeah, man, we were just like, man, it's like fuck this. Like I said, we got to get back. <laughs> we got to get back to civilization, i.e., Greece. So. Um, right, so uh, so you were on the island, the Corfu Island. So you took a ferry from Corfu to uh, Albania. Where in Albania? Just like the town right next to it. Yeah, I mean, just like wherever the boat um, docked, because um, it's like it was a ferry. Um, yeah, and you have to bring your passport because you're in a different point of the country. But yeah, yeah. Uh, for for my audience who doesn't know, the island, uh, like the Corfu, the island that Corfu is on, is like on the western side of Greece, and it's like in the middle yeah. between Albania and Greece. Right. So you could take right. a ferry to mainland Greece or Albania because the islands kind of stretches north and south that way. Yes. Yes. So. Um... Yeah. So, um, cool. yeah, like, so like, and like, so like, you know, Greece was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. set up warm. We had some, you know, some great food there. Um, good experiences. We, oh man, we had some of the best frozen yogurt. We, um, there's this place can't fucking pronounce it. Of course. Cause it's in Greece. It's in Greek, but, uh, <laughs> um, I can't read any I of the names. But, I mean, if I could, I mean, like, I could like if if the name if you typed in frozen yogurt in Corfu like the name of the place pops up and I guarantee it's the high I'm guarantee you it's the highest rated place on the entire island for frozen yogurt. Okay. So like um like even the locals go there so it's not even like us just being tourists and like oh my cuz like the locals told us about it cuz we were like looking and we were like you know whatever. All right, I think I have the name. I don't know if I can pronounce it. Starts with a T. I- T? I got P. P. Yeah, yeah, P. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? Papagagoras? Something, yes, yes. I, I have butchered yeah. it. Papagagoras, yeah. Pedasiri, Galat. Oh, man, I'm butchering something. But it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That that place, you're right. You're right on it. But that's the place, dude. Best frozen yogurt ever fucking tasted in your life, dude. Like, seriously. Uh, I am looking uh, at pictures and videos right now. Oh, my God, I'm hungry. Why yeah. did you make? Why did you make me click this, man? Dude, it is <laughs> so good, man. Uh, is it true what they say about like European cultures, where like what they give you is not a lot, but like in taste, it was just like it's like yeah. a little teasy, teeny bit size, and they you have a little bit, but you're so fulfilled because the flavor is so strong. Yeah, I mean, it really is. You could, you know, stuff like so, like was very fresh. I mean, like they had a. Um, um, a really nice blend, like I so said, like you get your like Italian kind of fix too, because mm-hmm. you know the Italians um, 
uh, took them over eventually and stuff like that. And so, yeah. um, but, um, but yeah, like, dude, like it was, it was awesome. Um, like I said, like we had, we had a beautiful boat ride. We, we did out there. It was like a sunset, um, boat, boat trip out there. Um, we, um, we, um, uh, what else did we do out there? Um, man, like it was cool. It was just cool to just like, kind of like chill. Like, so like the, um, resort was really nice and everything. Um, we, um, yeah. So that was, that was our first, that was our first leg that was there. Um, so Greece slash Albania or no, Munich layover in Munich. Then you went to Greece, Corfu, uh, uh, Corfu on the Island. I forget what the island's name is and Albania for two hours. Where'd you go after that? And then, so we flew out of Corfu to Athens. We literally just stayed the night in Athens. Um, And then we um, flew from Athens to uh, Morocco. So, yeah. So, dude, Morocco was so fun, dude. Like, uh, I have a question for you because I just made the connection. Did you go to Morocco because Misha has talked about Morocco? No, I no. Okay, no. And dude, like I said, dude, if you have talked to her, like, not recently, no. Dude, like I, I like. I like like lost like so like, like so like I reached out I feel like several times and like mm-hmm. no response like um I don't know what happened I think we met up one time like in Chicago but like hmm. yeah I was just like man like so like you know because I um that was one of you know my you know our people you know for, yeah for you so but uh, but no we went to uh, Marrakesh Morocco because. Um, uh america oh, okay i, wanted, I got you yeah 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 because i think my wife had saw that like said like that that people were just talking about how beautiful it was and like um i think actually one of my wife's line sisters um who's nigerian but i think she went she traveled to morocco um before and so she uh i think that's where she stayed was in marrakesh so um dude like it was um i'm looking at pictures was, and it looks it looks gorgeous yeah, we we had we had so so much fun. I mean, like we um so yeah, it was warm. It was hot there too, but uh but it, I feel like it was more it was a different heat from uh Corfu. Um, was Corfu like humid hot where Morocco has more Yeah, dry? like yeah, cuz of course Corfu is more like coastal hot. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Whereas Morocco is like desert or whatever. So, um so yeah, man, we had a lot of fun. We um so we um well I got a chance to ride some quad bikes out there, like in like kind of like the mountains and stuff like that. We went to this like um it's like this supposed to be like this luxury like pool, like kind of like area oh, like that was out in the I, middle of uh, I'm looking at your camp. picture. You on a quad okay. you on a ATV. Yeah. And you look like you're ready to go. I wish I could just like, I wish this was visual. Dude, I would I would pull it up right now. Dude, man, like it was man, so much fun. Like I so, said, like I think my I think I even surprised my instructor. Like, and that was my first time like on a quad bike. Like I even really? think I surprised like my yeah, my instructor. Okay. Like so I was keeping up with him, like I said, like and it was it was so fun, man. Like super cool. Uh, was it like sand dunes time, like, that you drove on? 
Yeah, they were like like sand dunes, like mm -hmm. like mountains kind of kind of okay. deal. So um, yeah, so um, so that was a lot of fun. And then um, saw like you know a bunch of camels, and uh, so that was fun. We uh, went to the market um, a couple times and got a chance to uh, get this like really like. Um, we went to it's not a spa thing but it's like but it was it was it was at a spa but it was like a, a massage but before they gave you a massage like they literally like wash your body except for like your you know undercarriage or whatever but like the, they literally like so like wash your body like you know head to toe and um um and then after that they give you a nice massage like dudes like you're hmm in heaven like i said like you just feel at least i felt like felt yeah, so relaxed that's, that's uh, yeah. like my body's tingling now because i'm like man i really want that yeah yeah like it was it was a lot of fun and then um we went to this uh place where they like perform like a show while mm -hmm. they give you uh like dinner and stuff like that um kind of like okay. medieval times um in oh, cool. chicago area but um but yeah, like so, so that was a lot of fun, and get a chance to like kind of see see like live music and singing mm -hmm. and, and different stuff, man. Um, so I will say though, for these um, places so far, like they're very like having like credit card and stuff like that puts you at a disadvantage. I'll say that. So like the more I know, it's very cumbersome, but the more cash you can yeah. have you the better um because it's just you know i i would agree with that with my own travels going to korea for two weeks it yeah. was nice like when you had to do credit card or you had to do like your own bank card it uh they charge you a lot where it's like okay it yeah. makes more sense to just bring cash and get it trans like get it to either korean or japanese when we went for the layover right exactly exactly so that's what i would you know anybody that's going through these, these few stops or whatever i definitely would say bring bring cash more than anything so yeah man marrakesh was amazing um really liked the accommodations and stuff like that as well um so funny story that was there so like we had with our accommodation we had complimentary uh breakfast like in the morning and so we Oh, and then before I talk, and then after that, I talk about the hot air balloon experience. Oh man! Oh yes, that was, please. That was cool, but like <laughs> sort of like like terrifying a little bit for me. But uh, it was cool. But anyway, so we think it's like say free breakfast or whatever, and like man, like so. Um, I um, you know been recently been been pursuing like said so like a uh, within the last couple of years a vegetarian like uh, diet and stuff like that. Oh, so, okay. So, but I still eat like eggs and stuff. So, um, so vegan? Oh, um, correct. Mainly, yeah. Like, so I okay. try to be vegan. I and I hope to to get back to more like strictly vegan diet. Yeah. But for right now, like I said, it's more vegetarian um, based. But uh, but yeah, like um, like I said, so we get free breakfast with our accommodations, and the one day we went, like I said, like man, like to say like so like i just like so like child down man like so like i kept asking like like for like more eggs and stuff like that dude mm -hmm. it got so much to where like so like they brought me like like a half a dozen eggs okay. like scramble 
whatever. And it was like, it was just like, it was just so funny. And then like, it was so funny that the guy that was over the breakfast that, like I said, like, cause we had our itinerary, you know, we needed to go somewhere else. And like, mm-hmm. he told me like, man, like I was, I was waiting on you today, man. Like I said, <laughs> <laughs> Got your six was, things prepped. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that was, so that was cool. But um, yeah, so then we went, so um, I think like our last day or uh, whatever, like so we went on this hot air balloon. Um, that was cool, man. But I had to get up super fucking early um, to um, to do it because it was like a sunrise thing. Um, and then also like the, the company that we were going with, they were making their rounds to collect other guests and stuff like that. And um, so um, that was cool. They they uh, we get to the site, man, and um, you know they're they're prepping the air balloon, hot air balloon. So. What they do, like so, like a lot of places that you've kind of seen, or at least for me, anytime I've seen like hot air balloons, you usually see people like kind of like step over the thing or whatever the basket mm-hmm. and kind of and well, they had us. They they put the baskets on the on its side, and we had to like like climb in, like kind of like maneuver um, weird and like hold yeah, and like hold our um, you know the the straps or whatever so mm-hmm. that. Uh, eventually whenever they turned it over um just i guess it helped like with weight distribution and and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um but we thought like that was kind of weird but like it was it was cool so then like whenever we started like to, to like finally like uh take off we had a good um pilot or whatever we basically got a chance to see like you know all of marrakesh and um i i don't know how many it wasn't a scary it was i mean yeah like because it it was like you know because my wife you know like she really wanted to get like different pictures and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and i was like this is all great but like (laughs) i'm like not trying to like fall off this motherfucker like so like so like um try to avoid a tragic uh air balloon story exactly exactly like so like so and i think we were only up there maybe about half hour or so but um but it was cool. Um, oh, I, I see a picture. It's not. Yeah. It's just you two looking down. She's like, has like a half smile and you just look concerned, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm setting myself up to. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but uh, definitely glad I got a chance to do that. Um, and so whenever they brought us back, um, the landing was kind of interesting because like, you know, um, you know they, they they you know you land on like these uh like this like 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 gravel or whatever and so mm. like um you know it's kind of like a rough landing like i said like so you're just like holy shit like so like what was that so um but yeah like so um that was cool yeah. and then uh, we got a, we had a nice breakfast um because they fed you after uh it was a nice breakfast nice. afterwards um so yeah, man. Like so, like Marrakesh was was awesome. Um, it looks it looks beautiful. Like, yeah, definitely had a lot of fun. Um, so um, we left from Mar- we were only in Marrakesh. I want to say like four four days or so. Uh, it wasn't oh, wow. that it wasn't as long as like Corfu, but um, so then we flew from Marrakesh to Istanbul, and we weren't we didn't have a layover or anything there. 
Um, we um, flew out of Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. We flew um, from Istanbul. And then from there, we went to um, South Africa, Cape Town, Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that was a 11 hour flight. 11 hour oh. flight. Um, so, um, Seems about right. Yeah. So that was, um, how do you handle so Cape Town, Man, well, I feel like ours was kind of different because we, we upgraded like, you know, pretty much the whole way. So, like, you know, at least for me, I, I loved it because, you know, you could lay out and, you know, they fed okay. you like actual meals and shit on the plane and, and different things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, I took, we were been like, I could have been like, 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 I didn't even ask. I was like, Can I swear on your podcast. Like, so I didn't yeah, even go like, for it. Go for it. Okay. Okay. So I'm just, I, I just been like, <laughs> okay. I just get into my, my, and I'm just like, I'm like, so like, I hope you didn't have to speak do like, work with like, put all this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Speak, <laughs> speak as you normally do. That's what I tell people. Um, usually it depends on like my mood or like how I feel. I'll swear, like, I'll swear accordingly. Yeah. And usually I just swear for like emphasis. Empathis. Wow, fuck, I can't even say that. Yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> emphasis. Yeah, I get you. Uh, but um, but yeah, so um yeah, the flights, like I said, like weren't um weren't too bad. Um the um I asked because I I struggled in because going to Korea, it was a 14 hour flight, yeah. then a 10 hour flight. And I don't sleep on cars, I don't sleep in planes, like it's I got like 30 hours of sleep in like 14 hours and it was dreadful because I was trying hard and it wasn't too, we were economy, so we weren't like upgraded, but it wasn't too bad. Cause like, yeah, they fed you. It like, it wasn't terrible airplane food. Like the seat was for the most part comfortable. I just couldn't sleep because you couldn't, those seats, you don't lay out completely flat. It's like a chair. It's like a reclining chair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um yeah but that was my first time you know my first time flying you know that that long um i think actually from i want to say from dc to munich had to be 10. seems all right yeah yeah yeah, I would say about ten. Um, but um but yeah, um so once we got to Cape Town, Cape Town, like I said, like was was really cool, but like un- unfortunately we went um during uh and it was actually my wife's second time going to Cape Town. Um mm. her and her mom went um uh, a while back, but um we um were there during Cape Town's winter. So it was a little oh, bit cooler. Yeah. Not like, yeah, it's not like, you know, definitely not like Minneapolis or Chicago winter, um, you know, but, um, but yeah, so, but it was a little bit cooler. Um, but because of that, um, certainly like, so I really wanted to go to Robin Island, you know, Nelson Mandela stuff or whatever, but mm-hmm. Like every time we booked a uh, tour or whatever, like to try to get, cause you have to take a ferry to get out there. Mm. They didn't feel comfortable like having people out on the on the water and stuff like that. So, um, mm. so couldn't go out there. Um, 
But um, we, um, you know, I, I feel like so, like Sella, we still had like Sella a, a pretty good experience. I mean, the whole the, the accommodations were really nice. Um, the um, it's more modern. Cape Town is more modern than like so, like actually, like so. There was places in Cape Town, like so, like where like your 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 cash was actually no good because they 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 were cashless. Oh. So like yeah, so they were like yeah. them. exactly, exactly, and like and you could catch like Ubers and stuff. We did like you know like a bunch of Uber Eats and like hmm. stuff was like like super cheap. Um, like you wouldn't day, imagine like, that. Like you would imagine yeah. Cape Town would be modern. I thought of it would be not like shacks, but just more of like a mixture of like you have modern areas, but then you would have the history. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and that is interesting for us. Too. I mean, because they do have those places, like so. Like we did go to, like a local um, place. Uh, well, I did because um, my wife had done it before, like a township area, mm-hmm. and kind of got a chance to walk around there a little bit, and uh, with one of the guides and and stuff. Uh, so, excuse me, um, but um, but yeah, that so that was a lot of fun. Um, kind of you know it was very eye-opening um you know i uh i really felt like i got a, a, a different perspective um it was it was it was cool to be the majority for once yeah. um so that uh so that was that that was really cool um and uh yeah um how, how, I'm curious to like how how would you describe that feeling where like because in America you you're usually the minority as a right you know African American male right I forget exactly I forget like if what uh is the term black or is it African American either one is okay one. so um so yeah um we um so like so like that was a cool experience like so like for me mm-hmm. um because like so like that was the first time i'd experienced something like that and it like you know it honestly sometimes like so like reminded me uh back home like chicago in some areas and then like, there's other things where it's like you know uh it shows you the resiliency of like people and um um definitely showed some sophistication and stuff like that but i mean like um and i would love to go back um even to see like johannesburg which is like mm-hmm. a four hour like a, like a four hour flight i want to say to uh, from cape town which is how big south africa um is but yeah i'm um, like looking i'm trying to find it on the map and i'm like you know you wouldn't think it's that big but then you're like oh yeah shit. actually yeah um, africa's huge yeah yeah no africa is very very huge um so um i mean but you're, yeah man you were on t- uh two different ends of africa too you're in morocco and right. south africa and i'm guessing they were completely two different like they, they were. Uh, yeah yeah they were um 
So, um, so that was interesting. Like, so like culturally, you know, I feel like, um, you know, because like in uh, America, like a lot of the population is Muslim. So, okay. um, so of course, like I said, like you're, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like women have to be like, it's not like we were like in Saudi Arabia or anything, but it was mm-hmm. just like, um, but that was something that, you know, some people observed and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, whereas like in Cape Town, like I said, like it, um, it didn't feel like a New York, it kind of felt like. I don't know. I felt like it maybe kind of felt like like Chicago ish in the mm-hmm. sense, like because like it's so it's spread out. Like like if people are not all like on top of themselves, but and then you have yeah. like areas that are nice, and then you have areas that are you know not as nice as the others, and um, you know, so um, you know, oh, um, went to Table Mountain. That was cool. Table uh, Mountain. Table Mountain, yeah. So um, it's like one of the Eighth Wonders or some shit, whatever. But anyway, like Eighth Wonders, yeah, something like that. Because they 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 brought they market it like that too. But um, you gotta you gotta love the places that market like you know, hey, they're the seventh wonders in the world. Well, we're the eighth wonder, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like I went to remember going to like a waterfall. I forget what the waterfalls is called. I think it's Twin Falls. No, that doesn't sound right. They they market it as like the West um, Niagara, the Niagara of the West. I'm like, man, if you're if you have to market yourself after something else, it's not as great. It was it was pretty beautiful though. But uh, I yeah. just had to make that comments because I'm like, wait, the Eighth Wonder, but Table Mountain. It does. I'm gonna look it up. I don't know if I've ever heard of Table Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it um, really either. But um, but yeah, but Table Mountain um, was really was like, so like was cool because they had to, you know, bring you up like so like on a lift. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, oh, OK, dope. Yeah, yeah. The lift. And is that like it looks like old school buildings, but kind of modern. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 kind of like you can kind of tell like they're trying to do, try to do like some renovations or whatever mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. Yeah, so um so yeah, that was um that was really cool. My first time being on like a mountain of that size and stuff like that. So um so that was awesome. Um what's scarier, again, Table Mountain or the Air Balloon? Hot Air Balloon. <laughs> I would imagine. By far. Because at least, like I said, like you're like on your still like on your feet and stuff like that. Like you know, you're on you know you're higher on the on the in the air, but you're still like you know on the ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, um, it was still like pretty like like so like nippy and like cold up there. But you know, but it was actually kind of cool because like surf, you know, other days that we were there again because of the you know weather and stuff like that. Like they didn't let people up, so it was good that we actually got a chance to to go up so um so yeah so it was it was a lot of fun man um and then yeah sounds fun uh yeah um so uh from there man yeah we we came back came back to uh 
to America, man. It was a fifteen hour flight from Cape Town <laughs> to, to Atlanta. You yeah. you experienced a lot of long flights on that. Damn. Hell yeah, man. You beat yeah, you beat me you, know. you beat my fourteen. Yeah, well, like I mean, like that. I mean, you know what? Uh, honestly, like I said, like if it wasn't for the way we flew and stuff like that, like I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have made that. I mean, like, and then my wife, you know, like she's done those type of flights before. Um, so like, you know, she had us, you know, you know, with the compression socks, she wanted us to get up and walk around so every so often and and all that stuff. So yeah, she was she was really really on smart it. smart i didn't do that my second my uh second time back i didn't get up I, I definitely regretted it afterwards yeah yeah so um so she uh she was on it um so it was cool man um it was a lot of fun like i said like i don't know when we'll be able to travel like that extensively <laughs> uh, for a while but but uh, it was a lot of fun man it was definitely hey. a lot it sounds like a trip to remember for like a lifetime yeah. and that's that's cool because i've had a few of those and i i hang on to them and i remember like what my dad said when i the first like trip i ever did because i got a uh, when student get like tax credits at least for minnesota mm-hmm. i got like a three thousand like tax credit and my dad's like well put it towards your loans you know save up buy a house with it i'm like no nah, i'm going to i'm going to san francisco yeah, and yeah, he, exactly, man. And he was Go like ahead. mad about it, but I'm like, you know, if I die in like two weeks afterwards, what am I going to remember? The bills I paid or the trip I just went on? Like, I'm going to remember exactly. the trip. Exactly, man. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, um, you know, it's about making memories. And, you know, I think like, you know, unfortunately, uh, generations before us you know they weren't they weren't taught to prioritize yeah. that type of stuff it was more about being doing the quote responsible thing and and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um but yeah man it's it's great to get out there and and, and travel man and my, and my wife and i we we love to do it um so um because matter of fact like i said like within our first year of actually dating like mm-hmm. we did a whole people call it a war a world tour because we were gone like damn near every weekend like um somewhere yeah like um whether we because and and we just we we had things that we needed to do in these different spaces that took us there but Mm -hmm. but yeah man we because we went to i'm trying to remember all the places because that was uh it even built up because that was actually my first time going out the country because that was the summer that went to belize for my birthday trip so that Dang. was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Belize was awesome. Um, so we went to let's let me try to remember. We went and we ended up going to Chicago. I know we went to Atlanta that summer, 2019. We went to Memphis. We were in Toledo, Ohio, or slash Detroit. Uh we went to St. Louis. We went to I feel like I'm missing something, but we flew out of uh, Nashville going to, um, and then we hit Miami going to Belize. So, yeah. So, um, 
yeah. But um, yeah, man, that's that that's really you know really dope that you know like so the wife loves to mm. travel and um and so definitely something that we know you know we're gonna get a chance to do again probably not like our honeymoon but right uh, but you know but uh, you know still something to look forward to like on anniversary trips and stuff yeah that's really cool I thank you for telling me your trip I'm like living through you because I, I haven't been to Europe yet made it to Asia. Made it to Canada. That's about it. Yeah, well, and those are two places I've never made it to. There you go. Uh, yeah, so Seoul yeah, and Tokyo. So. I got it on my list, and I sometimes I don't even believe I've been there because it doesn't feel realistic at times. But like, no, I was there. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo is only a layover, so it barely counts. But I went in the the Shibuya crossing, like the every like every time you walk across it's like a thousand people walk across it yeah. and it feels that way the only thing i hate about it there's always one stupid american going like yes like in the middle with his arm raised <laughs> with somebody else videotaping i'm like oh that's why japanese people hate americans like that's why yeah <laughs> right 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 it was uh, it was also uh the week after jake and logan paul went in like videotape and like the forest where people usually commit suicide so oh, there was a whole like controversy about it oh wow yeah my trip was interesting because like we went to go when we were in seoul korea we went to go visit the dmz but we couldn't visit the dmz because they weren't open on tuesdays no they weren't open on mondays for whatever reason and then we're like cool we'll just go tuesday and they're like oh nope uh, donald trump's meeting with you know north korea i'm like well fuck if actually no that was that was uh the week before that or the week after the week before it was south south korea and north korea were meeting up for the first time in a while i'm like well i really hope a war doesn't like start i hope these negotiations go well because i'm going to be like a, yeah. i was literally a mile away from the dmz and that it's scary because there is I, like there's bunkers everywhere that. uh the yeah. so south korean soldiers had like guns like assault rifles and uh, there was like a bell where it's like there was like a national like park for uh, the Korean War, and it was a mile yeah. away. And you can see like fortresses like a mile away. And there was this giant bell, and my buddy of mine was like, "We we should ring it." And I'm like, "I don't know how I feel about this after seeing you know <laughs> everyone with the guns." And he's right, uh, and it's in Korean. And he sent it to his buddy. He's like, hey, should we ring the bell? And he's just like, ha ha, definitely not. Dot, dot, dot. Like, oh, right. cool. I feel like exactly. ring this bell yeah. and get shot. Probably, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was thinking about that because I didn't even think I'd researched that. Like, so, like, traveling to try to, um, like, to North Korea. I, I don't feel like you get a chance to travel. Like, like unless you're, like, for, like, at least not from the U.S. Like, I feel like unless you're, like, oh, the president. No. You know, like, so, like, you really don't get a chance to get over there because they're, like. Unless you're like, Den Dennis Rodman or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to be, like, famous, have, like, some type of connection because, like, you mm -hmm. just don't get in or, or out. Like, so, like, if you no. go there, you're not coming back. Like, that's basically for Probably not. Like, yeah, they basically, like, if you step foot in, like, the DMZ, the like, that boundary, especially in the North America or North Korea sign, you get shot like immediately yeah. like on site and it's crazy to think about like eh. and they have like landmines yeah. all over the place it's a it's, it's a pretty scary area and i only see it from the south korea side yeah 
I I would definitely love to go to uh, South Korea. My wife and I might be going to um, to Tokyo though because one mm. of her again one of her line sisters. Um, I think she's take she's um, expanding. I think part of her role at um, so she, my, her line sister works for Toyota here mm. in. Um, she works out actually out of Georgetown, but it's really close to Lexington. Um, so, um, but she is going to be out uh, in Tokyo, I think like from time to time or whatever, because they do business obviously out there. And so, Mm. um, so she was telling, you know, my wife and I that, you know, anytime she's out there, you know, we can, we can come out there and just kind of hang out. So whenever get that opportunity, we probably... I'd be going to Tokyo, so that would be that would be. It's cool. fun. It's it's a it's interesting. It's fun. They're not as friendly to Americans as the uh, Koreans are. It yeah. was definitely a culture shock going from Korea to Tokyo because Korea is like it, it has a lot of influences from the United States, right? Like the military is a huge private presence in Korea, so it's a lot of it's similar. And like a third of the population speaks English where you go to Tokyo, it's vastly different. Like, you know, the driving on the left side, they walk on the left side. And I always, I'm so used to walking on the right side, being American and just, I kept running into people. I'm like, why I keep, I'm like, oh shit. Yep. Everyone, you know, they're used to like the left, everything's backwards. And I remember like waiting in the hotel really wanting like food i'm like oh we'll just order out and like everything's in japanese i'm like i don't actually know how to get food (laughs) and yeah like international travel like so like if it's not like an english translation Mm -hmm. or something like that you're like okay we ended up (laughs) we ended up spending like twenty thousand yen or something it was equivalent to like twenty thirty dollars for like this mini pizza and i split it between like my ex-wife and i we like split it and it was just like it it barely covered what we needed but like you know what f it it's fine we'll just take this and we'll we're going we're going home tomorrow we'll eat on the plane it's fine (laughs) but I, i remember going from like korea to japan and yeah so the night before it was, you know, we had a huge, like, out-of-town celebration. We ended up going to, I forget what the area of Call of Soul is, but it's, like, the international market. And okay. on, the, on, like, the side street of this, like, big street that goes through the international market, there's this uh, street that's nicknamed Hooker Hill. Mm. And there's just, like, a bunch of, uh, yeah, places, you know, where soldiers would, you know, whatnot so we went up we went up the <laughs> we went up to hooker hill because they're like hey we know this great bar that's with like really cheap booze and you can play um you can play pool billiards and so we did that for an hour or two but the thing is like i found out that bar is like the place where like men go and then women would come down and get the men and take them to the rooms you know that didn't happen but they had this uh, what they call soju and it's essentially like this uh vinegar alcohol that is kind of tasteless so you put it in a kool-aid and you don't even taste it and i ended up having like two large and they literally served out of mcdonald's cups two large like kool-aid full of like uh soju and kool-aid 
and I ended up having two of them and they ended up cutting me off because I blocked out. Damn. And I don't, I, and I don't remember coming to in, until I was on the subway. And so the next morning I had like the worst freaking hangover ever. I can't have soju anymore. Like I tried it and my head just immediately hurts. And so I remember just having this, like the worst hangover ever trying to go through an international airport. And then right before I get in the plane, I get stopped. And like, why are you here? Why are you going to Japan? And I'm like, I'm just a tourist. I'm visiting friends. Right. It's a layover. Please let me through. I cannot handle anything right now. Luckily, right. they're like they're like digging through my bag. I'm like, he's good. And I'm like, I, I'm not used to being suspicious, but okay, I I get it. Because you, yeah, no, overseas. When, yeah, when you uh, because you made a mention like you're being the majority is weird. For me, being a white male, being the majority, going to Korea or Japan and being like the minority, it's different. Yeah. I will say, though, when everyone's speaking a different language, like on the subway, and you can't understand what anyone else is saying, it's like the most peaceful thing ever. Because yeah. like, it's just like a bunch of noise almost, and it's just it's peaceful. Like Your brain's just like, I don't know what's going on. And so you just go in your own little land. Exactly um exactly so uh yeah i mean all right should we uh should we move on to some of our nerdy topics yeah um or do do you want to talk about married life where we're talking i mean like i said like don't want to uh no we can save that for another (laughs) uh i don't want this to be a three-hour thing and then we're both getting yelled at so (laughs) oh yeah um so me and you i want to talk nerdy talk a little bit because i know you kind of fell off with marvel and stuff and i i just remember watching justice league with you yeah going to justice league together and just i remember like our feeling afterwards like you know what damn that's a good movie and the only reason i feel like i felt that way was just basically because dc's so dark i think like deadpool oh you're so dark and edgy you're basically dc you know, and like Joss Whedon came up with like the dialogue, and I just remember, like afterwards, like you know that was fun. That was a fun movie. It wasn't good, but it was fun. Right. Right. So, uh, so yeah, it was it was definitely good to um, to hang out and, and 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 chill with that for sure. Oh yeah, but usually when we are, our nerdy stuff is usually sports. Yeah, that's usually what we get into. Um, I remember I tell this triple about our trip to Chicago a lot because, you know, we're friends from Bloomington Normal. That's where we met up. You're originally from Chicago. I'm from St. Cloud, Minnesota. And it was really cool because that's when Jimmy Butler went to the Timberwolves. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I want to see the, the return of Jimmy. I want to see the Timberwolves. Like, that'd be really cool. And we were we went in the middle of the blizzard. Yeah. And it wasn't like cold, at least not for me. It was like 20 degrees, which for me, I'm like manageable, right? I'm used to like negative 10. What? Like I'm the, I'm the, like the Minnesotan that like wears a sweatshirt and like shorts for yeah throughout winter. It'll be like negative 10. And that's when I'm bringing the work. Right. And I just, I just really like remember you taking me, like me and you went, you took me to your, uh, I think your parents or your grandparents in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, it, it was my, yeah, my, uh, my, 
it was where my grandpa and my dad were staying. My grandpa since um, passed. Um, oh, since I'm sorry to hear that. He, yeah. like, it was great getting to know him. Yeah. Uh, I just remember what your grandpa said, though, is like, because I'm just like in a, the Timberwolves jersey, and I think I'm in, in pants or shorts, and I just remember him yeah. looking, and he's like, boy, where's your jacket? Yeah. And I just remember, it's like, it's okay, Grandpa, he's Minnesotan, he's used to this. Right, like, right, 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 right. I just sort of laugh, I'm like, man, I'm like some kind of like legend as this like Minnesota boy doesn't get cold, because I'm just, you know, right. not wearing a jacket. I'm like, no, it's in the car. I just, I don't like putting it on. I don't want to put it on. Yeah. That was yeah. crazy. That was a crazy blizzard, though. I'm not used to like three feet of snow. Minnesota doesn't get a lot of precipitation when it comes to um, like snow. We'll get like a little bit of flurries here and there, and every once in a while we'll get a lot of snow. But Chicago got hit hard the day, like the day before. It was like three feet of snow everywhere. Man, that was crazy that day, bro. That was crazy that day. And then afterwards, you're like, I'm not comfortable driving in the snow. I'm like, I got this. I know what to do. Right. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. I was just like, yo, like, this is nuts, man. And if we're just driving along the interstate and there's just, like, there's just drifts everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think we went through one. I was pretty sure I dodged all of them. I'm like, damn, this is kind of crazy. I just remember driving yeah. like. He's thinking I'm this like badass Minnesota winter like survivor, and I'm just like, man, I hope um, I hope I make it through this. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, right. I'm driving your car too. I'm like, man, I I, I talk yeah, a, I talk a right. big game here. I, I better uh, pull through. Yeah, we made it I, though. We made we it. We did. We did. Um, and. Um... I was. I'm still glad that you drove because I was mm-hmm. definitely nervous. It, big tip: uh, just follow semi drivers. They know what they're doing. Yes, they block the wind that's too. What, yes, that's what um, my grandpa did um, tell me about that. Yes, that's what I. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah, I remember uh, on the way to California, we did it in March, and we hit five winter storms on the way. Oh, so yeah. we, we so we left in the middle of a blizzard. We went to South Dakota out of the blizzard, went into another blizzard, got out of it. Nebraska hit by a huge blizzard. I had to take over because the girl was going like 20 miles per hour and she kept getting like passed by semis. And I'm like, and I'm trying to sleep in the back and I just like, just pull over. I got this. And I just follow yeah. the semi. And it's crazy because we literally drove out of the storm where it was like, you know, you can't see five feet in front of you there's just snow everywhere and you drive out of it and it's just nothing like you blink and it's like no more winter we're just it's grass now it was crazy yeah but that was like the craziest part of blizzard i drove like from a long distance but anyway we're carrying off about travel i didn't (laughs) think we would be nerding about travel this much dude man it's (laughs) um it uh something that uh I mean, I mean obviously i didn't think we were going to be doing that either but mm-hmm. i mean but hey like you know i'm, I'm going with it because i mean well, this is one of, i get a chance to actually talk about it so yeah okay let's 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 finally get some sports talk i haven't talked this topic a lot but i've always wanted to 
Do you still think LeBron's better than Michael Jordan? No. Oh. Didn't Did you I say that? I think, yeah, we were arguing back and forth between who's better, LeBron and Michael. you thought LeBron was better than Michael Jordan. Oh, my God. What? No, I thought that you thought that because I was just like, uh, yeah, I was just like, um, I was just like, yeah, like, I was just like, I I don't know what's, uh, you know, like, so why you would say that? Because I'm just like, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Okay. Why? We had this argument. I feel like okay. Am I just remembering? Wrong? I'm not trying to gas at you. I just, no, I just don't. I, know. Like I just don't remember. Okay, I just remember like it was uh, towards my end of my stay. We were at a bar. We were drinking a couple. Had a few drinks in us, and we were talking sports. Yeah. And I was surprised because I think you were pushing back on the MJ goat talk for LeBron. I'm like, you're from what's going on here? And now, okay. Yeah. So this, I guess, I, this, this topic isn't as. Uh, I I need a LeBron fan to like argue with me on this. Yeah, um, I um, I think that for me, um, yeah, LeBron is definitely like. I mean, now that he's like the all-time leading scorer, like so, like I don't see, I still don't see him as like the goat. I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, I definitely think that he. Uh, you know, is somebody that you know I I strongly admire, and um, you know, but I don't think that he. And I think sometimes he gets unfair criticism, but I think that he's um, very, um, probably second best player of all time. Yeah, Here, here's my take on it. Usually, I don't really care for this conversation when people are like, "Oh, it's MJ or it's LeBron." They put out some like statistic to try to prove it. And like, there's so many variables. You can't give me a statistic that just like proves he like who's the goat because it really depends on preferences, right? Is it rings? Yeah. Even though that's a team accomplishment, is it you know stats? Is it statistics? Is it gathering? Because LeBron has, you know, length plus efficiency, but Michael right. Jordan, I would argue, has like the best six years anyone ever had. Yeah. And the way, if I was to build a team, I don't even know if I would take LeBron. Like, if we were okay, the scenario I always imagine is let's say how many years in the future when AI gets super advanced and robotics get super advanced, where robots can essentially mimic human beings even on an athletic scale. And if you have like AI who can essentially become the personality of like former stars and you created a league of like these AI robots based out the personalities of like and skill set of past players. And let's say it's right. perfect, like perfect technology is essentially you're resurrecting NBA players and you put them in the league and you had a draft. Yeah where would you pick each player? And I think most people would put LeBron James either one or two. And to me, like, it depends. If it's a whole league of, like, nothing but the best NBA players in the world, I don't put LeBron James in the top 10 of players I would draft. Simply because I think his game has a ceiling to it. I feel like every team he's ever played on has a ceiling. Whereas if you have great teams like the Warriors or even like team, like great teams simply in the the term of like the concept of chemistry, like the Dallas Mavericks, 
you get beat. San Antonio Spurs is another one. But if it's like you have your first pick is like all NBA talent. And like after that, it's like all college players. I'm picking LeBron James number one because I feel like he could take a team of high school players and make it to the NBA finals and potentially win it. Yeah. And that, that's the way how I see it. I'm like, LeBron James has a certain way he has to play. He has to have the ball in his hands. And he can play off ball, but he's best with the ball in his hand driving through the hoop. So you can't have someone like Shaq, even though they played together, because he needs, he needs like a four and a five that can shoot, and he needs three and D players. Like he needs a certain type of players around him to succeed at the highest level. Then again, yes. he's also so good that he could just take – four scrubs and make it to the finals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely think that there's skills that like allow LeBron to uh to dominate more than um um other players before him. Yeah. Um like I was watching this video clip of people saying like 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 LeBron doesn't have a uh like an offensive bag or whatever. And I was like, you got no bag. We got no bag. I was like, uh, he, he this does. guy's out. Huh? But he does. He has a bag. Like his, he's all brute force. He's going to drive and just like try to drive through you. But if you watch him, he has like, he has the ability to finesse some shots. He has the ability to step back and take the jumper. And now, exactly. he, and now he's over the line on the three. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think some people try to discount that um, a little but, bit. Uh, I'm like, uh, I'll take his bag over ninety percent of NBA players. Exactly. That's what that's, that's what that's what this guy was saying. That's what this guy was saying. So, yeah. I mean, I still have Kevin Durant over him, but I feel like people forget that there's a physical side and a mental side. LeBron has the physical and the mental. Yeah. Whereas someone like Kevin Durant has. The physical, like he's probably the most gifted player I've ever seen play, simply because he's yeah. seven foot. He can defend. He's a very underrated defender. On the top of the fact that he can hit every shot, he can drive on you, or he can hit the shot like a three from distance. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't necessarily have the mental capacity to like lead like LeBron does. Yeah. So I'm like, give me KD on a team that already has a leader, like the Warriors. And he becomes unstoppable. Like that's he's like the ultimate mercenary. He's not the leader. He's just like the best talent. Yeah. Like he's like the rich man's Clay Thompson. That's a good analogy. I like that. Right? Like, you know, like Clay Thompson is probably more talented than a lot of ones in the league, but you don't want him as a one because he doesn't necessarily have that drive. And Kevin Durant, you can make that argument that he does, but he's if you can have him as like that two ultimate two player with another person being the leader, that's your best bet. Yeah. I mean, which is why I'm also interested to see like how, um, you know, some of this is going to play out with their new setup in Phoenix. Um, yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with Bradley Beal. Like, so I wonder if they're going to have him play some of the one, um, especially. I think so. I think they are. Yeah. I think they're going to have to because, I mean, because mm-hmm. I don't want to put my, um, you know, stuff in the, um, 
in the hand, excuse me, in the hand of uh, Cameron Payne. <laughs> no, even though that's what they had to do anyway. <laughs> I watched a lot of basketball back in May because um, that's when I was in the hospital getting ready for surgery. So I was like, yeah. basketball's on at night. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch heavily because I don't I don't yeah. have cable at home. So I watched. Kevin Durant, Kevin uh, Devin Booker, those two working tandem were magnificent to see. They should have never won any of those games, but they somehow pulled it off. Yeah, against Denver. I remember. I did the same thing when I was in the hospital uh, the first time because uh, it was during the NBA Finals, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like um, I was like, you know on the pain meds and all the stuff. And I was mm-hmm. just still like, you know, like, so like, you know, is the game on? <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to miss the game. I was, I was the same. I'm like, I'm going to turn it on. This is what I look forward to every day. NBA playoffs. Yeah. And then exactly. I watch it in the morning, like the talk shows. Uh, yeah. And then the love- oh, what do you think about the new um, talk show with like, um, you know, Skip and Shannon isn't anymore undisputed. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen too much of the new show, but like I've seen like highlights. Um, Him and then Richard Sherman play. or a bunch of other guests. It's a bunch of other other guests, like Richard Sherman and some other people too. I'm just like, I. Okay. Here's the thing about these debate shows. I used to watch First Take all the time, like Stephen A. Smith, uh, Skip Bayless. Like those two, I I'd watch consistently. But as I grow, as I age, and I turn on these shows, I find the conversation not great because they're so it's so disingenuine at times. Yeah, as in like, hey, you know, LeBron James did something great. Is he the goat now? Type of conversation. It's like, right. can we like? can we get some new material? Can we talk about something else? Can we not be so dramatic with our takes? And it seemed like that's kind of what they were going for. So I yeah. stopped watching kind of t- hot take culture shows. I think the show I mostly watch is Colin, Colin Coward. I watch, I like his takes. I don't agree with a lot of his takes, but like they seem like genuine takes. And then I watched the Pat McAfee oh, show. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I haven't seen the Pat McAfee show. Is it good? Oh, it's pretty good. It, I really enjoy it because it just has a casual, friendly take on sports. It's not like the most serious, but it's fun. And they usually get some uh, player perspective on top of former players on the show. And now, actually, Pat McAfee's part of ESPN. Oh, okay. So they uh he airs on ESPN, but they have to like do a delay because they swear on the show. And he's trying really hard not to say the F word, but it's funny because now they like he'll say it and he'll just be like, Oops, uh you're gonna have to edit that. <laughs> right. But yeah, on YouTube it's still free. You can watch it for free on YouTube. And it, okay. with the swearing involved. Uh him and Aaron yep. Rodgers go every Tuesday during the football year. Okay. You see a lot of Aaron Rodgers through that show, but yeah. I kind I just kind of pop in and out of like the YouTube page if I have time. Sometimes yeah. I'll throw it on in the morning, but it's mm-hmm. just nice getting a player perspective and just hearing different players speak. 
like having a player who has a the experience of the team game and like delivering their views based off that view, whereas it's usually just writers. Yeah. Um, sucked what happened to Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you know the whole idea that the NFL is scripted. Yeah. I'm just like man. The NFL really fucked over Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and the whole fan base, you know, because they, they Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It was like months, right? We're hearing this for months. They finally make yeah. the trade happen. And then and this whole offseason, oh, are the Jets going to be good? Are the Jets Super Bowl contenders? Are they going to be relevant this year? And you're like, all right, all right, Jets football are getting ready for it. Four snaps in, breaks Achilles. Like, yeah. nope. <laughs> like, the NFL just put a plot twist in the first, like, five minutes. We're yeah. building up, we're building up, we're building up. They're like, yeah, no. Damn <laughs> NFL script drivers. It's Zach Wilson turn, like everyone wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think and, I think uh, it's funny, that take. The take of, like, that it's scripted. I'm like, eh. But DeMar Hamlin's loving the script from last year. Right, right, right. Um, and that was that was some scary stuff. I saw that live. You saw that? Uh, I saw the replays of it, and I heard that, like, yeah, it, that was that was some scary stuff, dude. Um, it is. It's miraculous that he like survived. I feel like NFL would be changed forever if he passed on the field. Yeah, that would have been. People definitely would have been shook up. For sure. For sure. Who do you uh, uh, who do you have winning this year? Or the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's I think it's kind of too early to tell. Um, sucks that my Bears aren't, and not that I had them winning it anyway, but sucks that they can't figure their shit out. Should have yeah. made the. I should have asked the Bears question. Justin Fields is the answer. Or do you... I still. Um, I still like Justin Fields. Um, I think that <clears throat> my thing is that I don't feel that he was given really a real fair shot to mm-hmm. be successful. Uh, I mean, yes, they've got some 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 weapons and 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 stuff like that, but um, um, I think that ultimately Justin Fields needs needs better coaching he needs somebody that's like a that's like a quarterback guru mm-hmm. that is used to working with young talented quarterbacks and can take them to the next level yeah uh so that's whether important. that yeah so whether that's like a liam cone like they have out here at the university of kentucky um who helped boost you know uh the quarterback will levis or whatever yeah from last year um boost his stuff or uh you know, just whoever is like I said, like is 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 used is good with working with quarterbacks. Um, you know, I feel or like a Lincoln Riley or somebody that because I feel like he would need somebody like that that can really help him mm-hmm. get to that next level. Um, I agree. Because I mean, yeah, it's important because like with these young quarterbacks who have like defensive head coaches, 
it's like, what are you doing hiring a defensive head coach? Like, you're only really going to succeed if you have a quarterback. And yeah. if you have a head coach who's like a quarterback guru that can help, like, put him under his wing, give him the right tools and the right scheme that perfectly matches their playmaking. And I feel mm-hmm. like Justin Fields doesn't quite have that. Yeah. Did you uh did, did you see the um the comparison between our two quarterbacks? No. So uh last week, week two. Week two for uh or last week for us is week two. When this airs, it's gonna be like week four. But uh so Justin or not Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins threw to Justin Jefferson. And he threw it a little bit long, and when he or he threw it like a little bit behind, so when he caught it, he had to slow down and then dive for the end zone. But then he fumbled in the end zone. And when they asked about Kirk, they asked Kirk Cousins how he felt about Justin Jefferson after that play. He's like, "Yeah, no, that that one's on me." I keep thinking like, if I just threw a perfect pass and led him into the end zone, it would have been a touchdown. When the fumble wouldn't have happened, right? And then uh, just they asked something similar about Justin Fields in the pick six. And he's like, yeah, it has something to do with coaching. Ah. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Here's the two differences between these quarterbacks. And he actually walked it back the next day. He's like, no, nah, that's not what I meant. I, you know, like I didn't mean to call it coaching, you know, walking it back. But it's just, it's just interesting to compare the two because Kirk's just like man if I were just threw it perfectly and let him perfectly you know he wouldn't have fucked up and fumbled the ball right and then, Kirk, and then Justin Fields is like yeah no it's all man I would have been better if I had better coaching staff yeah and it's like well he's not I don't think he's wrong, wrong. You probably don't right. want to say it yeah and I think that was the thing people were like you know well you know, should he have said that? And I think he he did eventually, like, so like walk that back. But mm-hmm. uh, he was like, put it on me or whatever. But like, I mean, he's definitely frustrated because I mean, like, he, I know he probably has his own expectations of himself. Yeah. Um, so you know, he you know probably definitely wanted things to go differently. Um, and the fact that they're not is. Is aggravating, but it's only two weeks. It's only two weeks. Yeah, I say that. I say that in the when I was on live for one of the shows. I was online for a show last week. After like we the Owens who started, I was just like just just tank for Caleb Williams. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get yeah. everybody. Trade everybody. Get the first round picks. Get Caleb Williams. Just, just tank. I went to. Yeah, we ain't making it, dude. Uh, speaking of Caleb Williams, because they're thinking that he might be um, similar uh, next year um, or the year after is um, Shadir uh, Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about him and like what's what's going on out there? Oh, and Colorado with Deion Sanders and all them? Yeah. I love that Colorado football is relevant. And I'm not yeah. even I'm like I'm not a fan of Colorado. Never like was. But I just Me like neither. the idea of like smaller schools getting the limelight. Like they're getting, you know, different I just love the fact that like a different program is actually doing good this year and getting some hype. 
all because of Deion Sanders. Yeah. And so I really like that. I don't know much. I haven't watched any of their games, so I can't really comment on the play so much. But I love the hype. I'm all for it. I'm like, I'm hoping they go undefeated and then win the championship. Likewise. Like, even though I, I am a converted Georgia fan. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, you're from, you're in now you're Kentucky, right? That's who you're mostly cheering for now these days for yeah. college football. Um, my cousin lives out in Atlanta, Georgia, and I didn't really have a college football team. And he took me to Athens, Georgia to watch a game. And it was a really cool country out there. Athens, Georgia is really cool. Just the bar, bar hopping, really dope. And I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I'm like, you know what? I'll cheer for Georgia. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of years later, two championships. It's weird because I'm like, that's my team, but I'm like, I'm not going to claim it as my team because it feels like I'm just hopping on the bandwagon. Yeah. And it, I, I am a little bit, but, you know, I always have some. I got some family ties to it. Yeah. And it's not like I'm out here, like, hopping for, uh, you know, University of Minnesota, row the boat. We had the one year. We had the one year, and that was about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I mean, I'm I'm a you know bandwagon Colorado fan. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I have no problem. Um, nice. Wait, what if it's Kentucky versus Colorado? Who you cheering for? Colorado. Ooh, all right. Colorado. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Because I mean. I look at it this way, like Dion is doing something that I've never seen in my life before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely want to see that history. And even if he falls short, to me, that still gives folks, you know, something to aspire to. Yeah. So um, I definitely would want to witness that. Um, because I feel like Kentucky is going to always be Kentucky. Um, it would be cool now if they would play an upset like Bama or somebody. That'd be oh, yeah. amazing. But feasible. They were good last yeah. year with Will Lovis, though. Were they? Yeah, not? yeah, they were pretty decent. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So pretty decent, but. Yeah, and we're we're scheduled to be um decent now. Um mm. but um but yeah. So nice. we'll see. Awesome. They're playing Vanderbilt this weekend. Uh, my wife and her uh we Yeah, my Kevin. wife and her dad. You, nope, nope, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, we're here. Okay. You just like disappeared. I was talking. Oh, sorry. I was cuz I was talking. Oh yeah, you're um, like completely gone. I was like, "Oh. Oh." Oh, wait, there's dots. Oh, there he is. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it happened. I was saying that, I, um, saying that my wife and her um, dad were going to um, Vanderbilt this weekend because um, they are um, – um, we're watching um, 
well, my wife went to Vanderbilt actually for undergrad. And oh, so okay. it gives her a chance to kind of go back to her old stomping grounds, but she's still going to be rooting for Kentucky because most likely her seats are going to be in Kentucky because he works for Kentucky. So, yeah. But, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, the only time I've ever been in like an opposite, you know, the away team's jersey was with you in Chicago for the Bulls and Timberwolves. And it was weird. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. I had popcorn thrown at me. But like the guy, the guy missed, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Really? Yeah, like so. I was walking, like popcorn was like flying by my face, and I was like, "What's going on?" And I look, and the guy's going like this at me. I'm like, "Dude, you guys won!" <laughs> like, this right? There's like no beef between us. You won. Congratulations, Zach Levine went off. Like, I'm actually somewhat okay with this. And then some. Yeah. So like I had a hot, like we were all eating hot dogs and some guy was like you got mustard on your jersey and did like the this thing the pointing at the shirt and I looked down because I was like oh shit I probably have mustard because like that's what I had was a, like a hot dog full of mustard and I look and like there was nothing and he like did the flick and I was just confused but I must have had like this yeah. like mean look on my face because I just stared at him like what the fuck are you doing and he's like oh. I'm, I'm sorry and he just like ran off I'm like okay. This is weird. Mm. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I understand why you wouldn't want to like dress up in visitor clothes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you ever see like the video of like visitors visiting Philadelphia. Mm-mm. I feel like we have because I think you were with when the Did I? yeah yeah you were with when the Vikings played the Eagles and you were there to cheer with us if we won. Okay. And there was one Eagles fan in the whole building. They sat right next to me talking shit for the first, like how many, uh, for the first, like how many drives. And then after they were winning oh. like 21, seven, they're like, actually, dude, I'm really sorry about this. Um, I'm going to not talk shit anymore. Cause I actually just did right. bad for you. Um, right. But right. no, I just remember the video of like all the fans, like on social media. And I was actually a decently like Eagles fan. But I saw just how they treated Vikings fans. I was like, you know what? Fuck the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I mean, I like Jalen Hurts and whatnot. I don't know if they'll be able to do what they did last year, but. Yeah. I feel um, like he's missing his coordinator. Yeah. And Anthony Richardson looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so we're getting to the two hour mark. I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was a great time talking to you, Kevin. Thank you for sharing your story. Your summer sound amazing. Um, I'm just happy to like connect with you again, man. Man, I'm I'm glad to be able to connect. You know, too. Um, you know, I I hope that we get a chance to do this hopefully a lot sooner. Yeah. Uh, um, if you so, if you ever nerd out on something and you're just like, man, I am really about this one thing right now. You let me know. You come on the show and you you nerd out on me. Okay, I'd love to have you back on. Okay, well, I would love to be back on, man. Um, so, um, you know, just let me know, like, so, like, uh, where I can, you know, listen to this and you know when. Yeah. And, and, more of your show well, well thanks for mentioning because i gotta do some plugins so yeah you're helping with the outro all right 
Everyone, thanks for listening in. This is Don't Involve Me. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can really find, you know, podcasts. We also do TikTok and short videos. I do a bunch of movie ratings, so please check that out. Um, trying to get back into it more. I was doing one a day in August. And now that I'm working back in school, uh, my energy is just drained by the time I'm done. So I'm like, I really want to do it, but I'm like, still trying to get those videos out. And yeah, check me out on Facebook. I would say X too, but fuck, fuck X. Find me on threads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Elon. For sure. All right. No, we're not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. <laughs> we're, we are out. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Jake. Appreciate you, my man. Mm-hmm.